Hello and welcome to Not So Molly Mormon podcast. Hello, welcome back everyone. How how are you, Katie? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you, Sarah? Doing well. I feel like I have that like second cup of coffee in me that's like kicked in because normally at 5:45 I'm dead. My my energy <laughs> is spent and I'm like a zombie. Um, but uh, yeah, I had a cup, a second cup of coffee, the devil's juice at the uh, devil's juice. I know at four o'clock. So I probably oh my regret God. it later. I know. I was gonna say if I had coffee at four p.m., I would not fall asleep. I'm so old. Oh my God. <laughs> and no, I'm normally that way. But it was because like we literally. I'm not gonna use the word literally because it's not correct. But we barely slept last night. Um, mm little man was just tossing and turning and doing all the things so today I was like as yeah I just couldn't function so I was like you know what YOLO let me get that Satan's juice going <laughs> YOLO I haven't heard that in a hot minute <laughs> Greg and I say it all the time being obnoxious and what we just be like you know what fuck it YOLO <laughs> <laughs> fuck it YOLO I mean Jesus didn't YOLO <laughs> no, exactly. Well, he kind of, yeah, he, no, he didn't. He's a zombie, right? He came back. So he, he came lived back. once. Yeah, he lived again and forever, supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> he, he went to America. He was like, fuck this shit. I'm off. Bye. Bye. Let me just teleport over to America real quick. The promised <laughs> land. I'm going to pop over to Independence, Missouri, because that's where the Garden of Eden was, bitches. <laughs> Guys, we believe that. We believed it. Believed that. I even went to Independence, Missouri, and all that. I oh my god, I, it's did so. You? I did, and I went to Carthage Jail and everything. But that's in Liberty, right? But oh my so. god, I mean, I can't remember. I know I, I've driven through Missouri a few times on the way to Georgia to Utah, and also, I feel like I have family in Missouri. My gosh, I'm pretty sure I stayed somewhere. <laughs> Anyways, I remember like. If we didn't drive through it, driving through the state and being like, this is where the Garden of Eden is. (laughs) (laughs) How delusional we were. It's just appalling. But uh, (laughs) this is kind of a good segue into today's topic, which, which, by the way, because we're talking about the the Garden of Eden, right? And so I'm going to be talking about some biblical, some odd Bible stories and verses. I know we've done this before, but there's just endless content in the Bible. And if you guys are Nevermos, um, the Mormons do believe in the Bible as far as it is translated correctly, is what they say. (laughs) So they don't focus as heavily on the Bible, but they do believe in it. But you know what, Sarah, right before we started recording, I had this little devilish thought. I was like, you know what? I know Sarah has had the most hectic day and most hectic week, and I'm going to get on here, and I'm going to go, okay, Sarah, what's our topic today? (laughs) And you would have pooped your pants. (laughs) I would have shit my pants and been, like, so apologetic because my anxiety is too, like, through the roof, not even to there, through the roof these days. So I would have been like, I'm so sorry, Katie. I didn't know. I didn't care. I'm so sorry. That's why why I didn't go through with it, because I could tell that your your anxiety level has been so high. And I was like, no, I don't want to give her that peak of cortisol. I I just, but I thought about it for just a minute to be funny, but I'm not that cruel. Bless you. Bless you for not doing it, because honestly, today... 
we, as you probably saw on my social media, we, it was Rory's first like settling day at nursery. And then from there we had to go to the dentist for his first like checkup and my checkup and a cleaning. And it was like a whole thing. So like coordinating that with the nursery and the dentist and with Greg. And I just, you guys, I can't, I talk about it all the time and moms out there are probably like, yes, bitch, we get it. We've been doing this for years. I can't remember shit anymore. Like I used to be the person that was like, so on top of remembering everything and writing down stuff and being like, yep, I have this and this. I have like spreadsheets and calendars. I'm super organized, but I can't remember like dates and times anymore. So <laughs> I'm like walking to the dentist, you know, just leisurely like, oh, look at this. Look at that. And they're like <laughs> calling me. Hi, um, you had an appointment at 1015. I was like, oh, oh, shit. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I show up at like 1025 and I, the whole time I'm just like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm a new mom. I'm so sorry. It was his first day of nursery. And they're like, it's okay. <laughs> it's yeah, so it was literally us at the beginning of this call. She was a few minutes late and she just gets on the call. I was like, I think you said like four or five times. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> Guys, that's where I'm at, my anxiety. But also, I hate it because I feel so bad about people's time. I'm like, I never want someone to think, especially you, that I don't value your time. So I always get like, if I'm late, I'm like, oh, I don't want people to think I'm not valuing their time. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> anyway, listeners, and on that note, I'm taking away your time from this amazing subject that we're about to get on. Oh, well, I led you down that path because I told you about my almost prank, but... <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm glad you didn't do. Or I'd have been like, yes, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's just been a whole sorry podcast. But <laughs> so, yeah, I normally, I feel like we usually focus on Book of Mormon stories, but we do touch on the Bible. And I just was in the mood to share uh, some wacky, weird Bible stories that was like, oh my God, we claim to be Christians and believe in this shit. So I found oh. a lot of these stories online. Uh, Big, big shout out to the website Owlcation. They had a lot of these kind of like summarized. And <clears throat> that's where I got a lot of the um, info. So the Ooh, first okay. one, first one comes from Exodus 33:18. This is where God and Moses decide to play a little game of I'll show you mine if you show me yours. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm four days of dick pics. We had uh, Exodus. <laughs> yes, we had Exodus. So I'm going to read you Exodus 18 through 23. It says, okay. And God said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. <laughs> wink, 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 nudge, nudge. Show me your glory, Moses. <laughs> oh, my God. He said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee, and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And he said, Thou canst not see my face, for there, for there shall no man see me and live. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me, and thou shalt stand upon a rock, and it shall come to pass while my glory passeth by. Okay. I will put thee on a cliff of the rock, and will cover thee with my hand while I pass by. And I will take away mine hand, and thou shalt see my back parts, but my face shall not be seen. <laughs> um, I'm over here clutching my pearls. What is this erotica fiction that we're listening to? I feel like it's like an audio book. Oh, my. I know. So this whole thing was like, God was like, Moses, okay, 
I'm going to, I want you to show me your glory and then I'll show you mine, but you can't look at my face. So I'll cover my face as I walk by and you can see my glory and then you can see my back parts. (laughs) (laughs) Shows his nice little booty as he walks by. I I guess I didn't know that, that God had a, a nice ass, apparently. I mean, obviously, Katie. I feel like that, that should be the name of the episode. God's got a fat ass. He's got a great ass. Mm. God's got a fat ass. I mean, I don't ever remember reading this. Do you remember this? Never. But but that's the thing is in Mormonism, we only read like certain parts of the Bible that were like already, quote unquote, like past or, you know, like it was approved basically right content so i don't ever remember reading the bible from start to finish it was more like the scripture mastery or master whatever it's called master scriptures um and those were like certain verses or stories where or the new testament i think you read a lot more of that but the old testament i don't yeah it was just kind of there and then we would randomly read things from it like You'd read, like, the creation story, and then, yeah, like, in the New Testament, you'd read about the birth of Jesus at Christmas time, but... Exactly. uh, Yeah. But, like, as I I think I mentioned this in the early days of the podcast, like, you know, Mormonism doesn't focus on it as much, but other Christian religions do. Like, my mom was very well-versed in the Bible because she Mm. grew up Baptist, and so she could she could quote more in the Bible or like tell you where things were in the Bible or talk about these stories versus in the book of Mormon. And I feel like that's more common, especially where I grew up. It was just more like the Bible. Yeah. You knew that from from start, you know, start to finish, but not as much the book of Mormon. Yeah. It's even more wild because if you know that, how, how can you believe these stories are wild in the Bible? (laughs) They're, they're so wild that it's like, and there, it, it, it kind of boggles my mind. And like, I'm sorry, no offense to listeners who are still Christian. I don't mean to be offensive. No, but like, no, no. It's yeah. gonna be offensive because <laughs> just because it is, it is weird, right? And it's like, it's so interesting that so many people claim to believe in the Bible when they say these weird things. And we're gonna get into much weirder. So, or at least like if they, you know, because I, I have met on a rare occasion some Christians who, you know believed in the Bible, but they believed it as more like figuratively, which again, you know, still has some problematic areas in that. Sorry, my window is open. So hopefully you guys. (laughs) I was just going to ask, is your window open? Yeah, maybe let me just close it. It's just hot as balls and it's like muggy and disgusting. But let me just, sorry, listeners, we don't, we're amateurs. Um, Anyways, I was going to say so that they, like they believe it more like figuratively and not literally, but for the most part, you know, in Mormonism, it's like, no, that shit happened. Like, those stories, they right, did, you know? Right, right. Yes, yeah, very much so. And I don't really know any Mormons. I'm sure that they exist, but I don't know any Mormons that think that the Book of Mormon is figurative. They believe it, like, literally happened. Yeah, so, exactly. yeah. Okay, next one comes to us from Matthew uh, chapter 8, verse 28. It says, So this is talking about Jesus. It says, when he arrived at the other side in the region of Gadarenes, I probably am pronouncing that wrong. I'm so sorry. Two demon-possessed men coming from the tombs met him. They were so violent that no one could pass that way. What do you want with us, son of God? They shouted. Have you come here to torture us before the appointed time? Some distance from them, a large herd of pigs was feeding. 
the demons begged Jesus, if you drive us out, send us into the herd of pigs. And he said to them, go. So they came out and went into the pigs and the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and died in the water. Those tending the pigs ran off, went into the town and reported all this, including what had happened to the demon possessed men. So, so apparently Jesus was just taking a leisurely stroll through like a demon infested tomb. And then two demons were like flailing about and a herd of pigs came running over and the demons were like obsessed and wanted to enter the pigs. And Jesus was like, sure. Yeah. Go possess the pigs. And then they went into the river and drowned. But you know, (laughs) as crazy as this is, um, I do remember this story. So at some point I was taught this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just obsessed with the fact that there were pigs and like the poor pigs had to be the ones that that were, possessed by the demons and and jesus was just like yeah that's a good idea and then the poor pigs had to die like why couldn't you just expel the demons from the men and not have the demons go into the poor poor piggies because that would make sense but no um (laughs) that's not how they do it at all you know i remember reading because this was back i can't remember why this was taught in what context maybe I don't know, maybe it was a lesson on, like, possession, because I remember it was the whole, like, what to do if you get possessed by a demon, and this story was along with it, like... Well, you better have a pig close by, so you can just cast out your demon into a pig. (laughs) And don't eat that bacon, because then the the demon will re-enter you. (laughs) That's what she said. Um... Ew! Gross! Yeah, I remember, it must have been taught, maybe it was like an institute or something, or seminary, I don't know, I just remember, because that lesson always stuck with me, and I vaguely remember it being somewhere in Georgia, where, when I was younger, like, being possessed, it always terrified me, we talked about this before, and like, what Mm -hmm. you do, and I remember as a kid, like, if I got scared in the middle of the night, like, oh my god, demon's gonna possess me, and I say little kid, I mean, until right before I left the church, I'd be like, oh yeah. Jesus Christ, he, you know, like, whatever that, that quote you're supposed to do from the the Bible, that's like, that verse that... Basically, the power, you know how they say in the movies, the power of Christ compels you, like... Yes. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm the same way, like, and, and honestly, even, it was so ingrained in me, and it's such a fear, that I actually had that fear even after I left the church, because I still, like had that belief in demons and so I would watch movies like The Exorcist or whatever and I would be so 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 scared that a demon would actually possess me and luckily I don't have that fear anymore but damn was it it had a chokehold on me for a while. Yeah definitely I mean we talked about that in the early episodes I had that for a while I would say a good year if not more after leaving the church where still I would get really spooked out and just be like, oh, my God, Satan's possessing me or demons are possessing me. And um, having those like night terrors as well, where I'd wake up sweating and like convinced that like, like my heart would just be racing. I'd be so scared thinking like, "Okay, this is it. This is the night that a demon possesses me. And what do I do? You know, Mm -hmm. it's just so ridiculous. So, yeah, like this lesson in the Bible, it's so just absurd like I can't believe we're like oh yeah Christ was like mm, here you go let's go put some demons in the pig instead of men and then kill them yeah but little like, no we just needed to keep a pig a pet pig and we would have been or just any kind of pet maybe we should just have like a parrot on our shoulders the whole time and I would never yeah. be afraid 
you know what? I, I could just have my little demon, you know, my little demon Ella. You know, she's my little my little <laughs> demon girl. Ella can never be a demon. Ella's too cute. She's a precious baby. She'd be the perfect demon because you'd never suspect because she's so sweet. We never would. But she's like the cutest little thing. I love when you post the pictures of her with her little paw on you. <laughs> she, you guys. Ella holds, Ella's my dog, if you're just now tuning in, and she holds my hand, and her little paw, like, her little toe beans, like, curl on my hand, because she, like, oh. is like, squeezing and, like, wants to keep my hand there. Oh, my God, it's the cutest thing. She, oh. if she's a demon, she's definitely got me in her grasp, let's, let's say that. <laughs> so cute. Katie is the cutest dog mom ever. That oh. dog is her world, and I love it. I'm here for it. It's so oh. cute. Thank you. I'm sure it's obnoxious to a lot of people, but whatever. You know, um, as mamas, we just got to do us and not care if it's obnoxious. I think it's great. I love Ella. Thank you. And I love Rory. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, next story comes to us from Second Kings chapter 2, verses 23 to 24. And it says, And he went up from thence unto Bethel, and he was going up by the way. There came forth little children out of the city, and mocked him, and said unto him, Go up, thou bald head, go up, thou bald head. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he turned back and looked on them, and cursed them in the name of the Lord. And there came forth, came forth two she-bears out of the wood, and tear and killed 42 children. What the fuck? This cannot be a real story in the Bible. What is <laughs> is real he, this this guy i i'm so sorry i forgot his name i didn't put it in the in the notes but this guy was so insecure about his baldness that he cursed the little children who were mocking him in the name of cj and they got mauled to death by bears there and apparently there were 42 children all yelling go up thou bald head oh <laughs> my god that's such a sad story like I know perfect way of dying like a fucking bear like mauled and attacked and killed and probably ate those babies I know yeah. it's real but oh but something. still and apparent and he counts them after there's 42 <gasps> dead there's 42 dead children that bears mauled to death and he was like haha that'll show him not to make fun of my bald head and also the fact that celestial Jesus and old school God was like yeah you know what yeah, we will let you curse them because they made yeah. fun of your bald head. Okay, yes. yes. Yeah, like, you curse them in the name of the Lord. Like, uh, excuse me? What? <laughs> in what? In what world is this okay? Like, you know how people are always like, oh, the Old Testament God, you know, it's, it's different because then Jesus came in the, in the New Testament and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but you still worship that same God. Exactly. And, and in what world is this okay? Like... You know, and not to even mention, like, the flood where he killed every man, woman, and child on the planet except for Noah and his family. So, just, yeah. Ah! yeah. Also, it's the, it's the, the biggest um, contradiction ever and that no one ever talks about it. No one clarifies it in the Mormon church, but also outside the Mormon church where they're like, yeah, that's the Old Testament God. But then there's the whole scripture throughout the Bible and in the Book of Mormon, that's like, God is always consistent. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, which one is it? Which one? Which is one is it? Because he apparently is very fickle and changes his mind and was very evil there for a while. So. I already know, very petty. 
Petty bitch. <laughs> okay. This next one comes to us from Deuteronomy 23, verse 9, and I titled it, Thou Shalt Not Poo. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not going to work for me. Sorry. <laughs> what was that meme I sent you the other day that was like, live boldly, fart loudly or something? <laughs> oh, my God. And it was a picture of that animal, that one that looked like a giant rat. But no. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, oh, got to send the fart meme to Sarah. <laughs> As one does, because every time does. I think about poop or farting, that's me. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> okay, here's what the scripture says. When you are encamped against your enemies, keep away from everything impure. If one of your men is unclean because of a nocturnal emission, he is to go outside the camp and stay there. Now, okay, we're going to pause because I feel like nocturnal emission, it just sounds like wet dream, right? Yeah, what? But then it goes on to say other things. So it says designate a place outside the camp where you can go to relieve yourself. As part of your equipment, have something to dig with. And when you relieve yourself, dig a hole and cover up your excrement. For the Lord your God moves about in your camp to protect you and to deliver your enemies to you. So do not leave your poo out out on top of the ground. You have to dig a hole and poo inside the hole and then cover it up. I'm speechless, if I'm being quite honest. Like, that's in the Bible? <laughs> Deuteronomy chapter 23. Like, <laughs> tells you what to do with your shit. <laughs> like, what do you do with your poo? Because, again, God really cares about your <laughs> What? Also, the nocturnal emission. I just can't get over it. I was like, that could be a, a nighttime poop. Or it just nocturnal emission just sounds like jizz to me. <laughs> it sounds like jizz, if we're being honest. Jizz, but also I just envision a bat seeing you do that. I don't know why. I have bat vibes. <laughs> I have bat vibes. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever, if there ever in the history of the world is going to be a sentence where that is more appropriate. I have bat vibes. <laughs> okay. The next one is. From 1 Samuel chapter 18. And I wanted to use the the website I referenced earlier to tell this story because it was so much easier to read than the actual scripture. So they like summed it up. And I'm going to read the summary because otherwise I'd be reading a whole chapter and that's boring. So it says, Saul was the king of Israel and David was his popular general. As a result, Saul feared David's power and wanted him killed. So when David asked to be married to Saul's daughter, the sadistic king demanded a difficult and perilous payment. Saul asked for David to bring him 100 foreskins. Yes, that's right. I have. I do remember (laughs) this one. Ew. Saul hoped that David would refuse to do this act, but the young psychopath had other plans. God's favorite butcher took great pleasure in mutilating his enemy's penises because he lost count and returned with 200 oh. bloody, mangled human foreskins. Oh, that is so rank and disgusting. Like, what is this this weird obsession with foreskins? And, like, you know how, like, circumcision originated in the Bible, right? Because of this, like, foreskin obsession? And it's just, 
it's very weird that like they <laughs> they would write in there that they wanted to like cut off these parts of the penises and then bring them to him. It's like Ed Gein level shit. Like we're taking off body parts and like giving them as gifts. That's so weird. <laughs> he would be like, why? Thank you. This is exactly what I wanted. This shows yeah. your dedication, and it is like what who wants that as a gift or not even a gift whatever it was that yeah like you need to bring me four skins in order to marry my daughter (laughs) and then he doesn't even bring back a hundred he brings back 200 like imagine the time that would take you know i feel like you'd does this mean that he had to kill 200 people because how would he restrain them and I mean, yeah, but we still do it now. I mean, honestly, we could have a whole conversation about circumcision. I know, right? <laughs> the podcast, and I'm sure we have several listeners who would disagree with maybe our opinions um, because it's a hot topic in the states. And I find it is here, like we we have this one friend who comes over, and I swear every time he's here, we get on this topic of circumcision. <laughs> circumcision um, friend. <laughs> yeah, because he just like can't fathom that you know, men, especially in the States, like, that's just the common thing to do, because in Mm -hmm. Europe and in the UK, it's not, like, it's just Mm -hmm. not at all what you would do, and uh, anyways, it's a whole thing, because in the States, I'm like, yeah, no, it's a whole thing, like, everyone is shocked that, like, if you decide to not yeah, incision for your son or whatever, and, like, it's just not a thing. And like, even in like Hollywood or in movies and anything like that, they, the women always talk about how disgusting it is. If you have a circumcised, like to sleep with someone who's circumcised or not circumcised, sorry. And which, is that, which is crazy. like, people shouldn't, don't be judging people by their penises. Like don't no. do that. Yeah. <laughs> and also it's much more pleasurable. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, it, so it's, it is so interesting, like the cultural difference because, in porn in the U.S. and I don't I don't know I haven't seen porn outside of the U.S. but like all of the male actors are circumcised. It's so interesting, or at, at least what I I'm not a porn connoisseur, but from what I've seen, <laughs> you know, and it's it's so interesting because it's like yeah, it's just not a thing in other parts of the world, but I do think that religion kind of like played a role in that in in the U.S. definitely. Religion has played a huge role just in everything about the United States, you know? Yeah, and genitalia in general. I mean, again, this could be, and maybe it's one we have in the future, but I do find it fascinating, the links between, and Greg actually did, like, part of this for his uh, dissertation. So, again, that's why we always talk about circumcision. (laughs) Genitalia mutation, or mutilation, sorry, not mutation, mutilation. Um, (laughs) Mutation! Mutation! Because that's essentially, you know, what it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wild. Anyways. It's very interesting. Um, and yeah, we're not judging either way, no, but no, we, everyone's entitled to their opinion. And it's just exactly. it's fascinating. And, and just this whole like, let's let's just send this guy on this <laughs> on this whatever tour to just <laughs> take people's parts of their dicks off. Cool. <laughs> take and, their foreskin. Oh, my God. And it's in the Bible. Like, so weird. OK, so I have one more. This is, um, again, summarized. This is from Ezekiel chapter 1, verses 1 through 16, and it says, <laughs> God tells Ezekiel that in the memorial of the siege of Jerusalem, he needs to build a model of the city. And then after he builds the model, he needs to lie down on his left side for 390 days. 
and then on his right side for 40 days. Okay. What? During this time, he is only allowed to eat bread, which he has baked over a fire of human shit. (laughs) Ezekiel protests at that last bit, so God lets him use cow shit instead. God, this is like ultimate hipster level. Like this is like, oh, so 2040, we're now going to bake artisan sourdough bread using fire fueled by human shit. Yes, it's it's way it's way more elevated than farm to table. It's farm to shit to table. You know, so my own morning poo to bake this for you. It's really good. It's really good. I bet you can taste what I had for dinner last night. (laughs) (laughs) So I know I'm, I'm sure that there are hundreds more of these, but those are the ones that I gathered. And I just was like in awe that first of all, I hadn't heard of many of these. And secondly, like, I believe I said that I was a Christian and believed in the Bible. And this shit is in there. I it's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> but that's what you know what I'm also gonna say. Like I feel like because everyone that I knew, especially the Molly Mormons and myself included, would say, like, I've read the Bible from cover to to finish. <laughs> like I, you know, I read and I did, I did read it, but obviously I didn't yeah. read it well or I read it, it half asleep because if right. you actually read it. There's no way that people every night or in the morning would read it and be like, hmm, that's profound. That's that makes sense. Like, right. Like, oh, uh. <laughs> you know, what? I because I read it, too, because we were supposed to. But I think I a lot of times I would kind of mindlessly read it or just skim it because, like you said, you're tired. You want to go to bed or you're bored or you're like, oh, this is a chore. And like then you would finish and be like, oh, I feel the spirit. <laughs> but it's like it's exactly. just, uh, you're, you're reading about foreskins and human shit bread and bears <laughs> mauling children and you're like what exactly <laughs> I feel like that was really the case I'd been like um I need to question this religion I'm in a lot sooner than what I did yeah, exactly and yeah I, I, and again I think our focus was a lot more on the book of mormon which is why we know those stories more which says a lot but Still, do you remember this story? There's a story. I I don't know if we've covered this, but a story in the Bible of the talking donkey. Oh, yeah. 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 Like the donkey veers off the path or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the the owner like beats it. And then the God enables the donkey to talk and say, like, don't beat me. (laughs) It's like the original like Shrek, but not Shrek, you know, with the talking donkey. It's like the original, yeah, exactly, the original Shrek or Dr. Doolittle. I do remember hearing that story and being like, I want to talk to animals. It was that one and also about the second coming and how when Christ returns, like, we will be able to lie down with the, basically, like, lions and the sheeps will lie together. And I was like, oh, my oh, God, I'm yeah. pet lion. I'm going to have a pet lion. Also, the, the snake talked in the Garden of Eden, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Well, in Missouri, as we know. In Missouri, of course. And it was Satan with his cape. He did a little twirl. He said, twirl, bitch, twirl. Twirl, 
twirl, eat that apple or whatever fruit it is. Woo! Yeah, mysterious fruit that they have in the video, in the temple video, where you're like, what fruit is this? Supposed? It's like this weird, I don't even know. It's like a made-up fruit that doesn't look very <laughs> enticing, but they're supposed to be enticing and it's own fruit. And it's like, just go with an apple, man. Just keep it simple. Just keep, keep it, it simple. simple. A, little, a little peach, you know? A little juicy peach, you know? Yeah. Anyway, that's today's episode. Thanks for coming along with those wacky. Wow. I'm so glad that you found those because. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm glad that we now know that God has a fat ass. He has a fat ass and he likes his his bread baked over an open flame fueled by human shit. (laughs) (laughs) He's a weird motherfucker. Near the camp that you make. The bread. Oh, right. You, outside. You, yeah, and you, you can use the poop if it's in the fire, but if you're not using the poop in the fire, then you need to dig a hole and bury it, or he's going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you found these. And I oh. want to say again, like, obviously, we don't want to offend our listeners who are active Christians who believe in this, but I hope you're able to take you know, a light heart when it comes to this, because it is kind of silly, the, the, it's, the story. It's but, silly, yeah. and that's our job on this podcast, is to kind of make light of stuff that caused us drama that we exactly. used to believe in, and that's just what we do. We we laugh at, at our former selves. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. just to clarify again, we love all bodies and all penises. So I didn't want the conversation on circumcision for anyone to go away and being like, oh shit, they're like totally dogging on circumcised penises. I don't care. I'm just saying it's an interesting cop. I do care. I thought to have opinions. It's just, it's it's an interesting topic. We'll have to go down that road. And yeah. So, yeah. But it's never about anyone's body or their appearances. So that's no, no, no. what I want to say. Of course not. And we love you all. And we'll be back next week. We'll be back. Bye. Yay. Yeah.